everybody, this is the Girl in Mission podcast, and I'm your host, Destiny Hannish, and this is episode number 12. Today, we're speaking with Brooke Mason, who is a powerhouse of female creativity and has an aim in life to help and inspire women in creative industries. She is an Australian native that grew up in Sydney, moved to New York to study for a graduate degree in arts, then moved to LA over a decade ago and has since immersed herself in the glossy world of entertainment. She has shot known artists and actors for magazines like Glamour Magazine, In Style, Beverly Hills Magazine, and so much more. Another real cool thing about Brooke is she actively is involved such a pleasure to talk to you this morning. I, I honestly have been so excited because I, I took photography in high school and I still do a little photography, but the fact I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be speaking to a photographer that knows how to do it. <laughs> so I was like, I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. You know, that's the best way to get started. I got started really early in high school too, 12 years old and sort of Ne- you know, never got rid of the bug. The bug just stayed with me. It's like, uh, you know, all my life really so far now. So. Yeah. You know, and I just, I'm so curious. I, you know, I want to know, and I'm sure anyone else that is listening right now, because they're probably really curious on who Brooke Mason is, who, who is she and how did she become to be this amazing branding and marketer, celebrity photographer and CEO? That is so sweet of you. Thank you. <laughs> That's very, what a beautiful uh, introduction. Thank you so much. Um, you know, to be honest, it's a lot of determination, a lot of hard work. There's no real secret to it. I think that if you really love something and you're willing to get up every morning and stay up late at night and get things done and and follow through on projects and network and meet other people and always sort of be accountable for what you do, be reliable to other people, put out good work and willing to learn, be humble, don't have ego. You know, success will come your way. It's just, it takes some time and sort of be willing to put in the hard yards for it. I think that's like how I got to where I am now. Um, I've just always been like a very determined person and, and knowing that I wanted to always be in a creative field, which is probably the hardest field I would say to be in, because usually you can, as a creative, you can put in so much work and not see results for years. You know, um, like any other profession, like being a lawyer, what have you, you can put in the work. And um, if you're good at what you do, you know, you'll see results. And, and so many creatives are so good at what they do, but don't see results from years and years of work. So um, it's sort of a combination of also, you know, there's one other thing about creatives that I, I mean, I'm surrounded by amazing creative people and I feel so blessed because that's my world. But, you know, some things like just being on time and and getting the projects done quickly and 
you know, keeping your clients happy and knowing that people are in bad moods sometimes and, and just being okay with that. Like clients get mad at you and that's okay. And you just got to fix it <laughs> as quickly as you can. <laughs> yeah. What brings you the most joy out of what you do? Helping other people. It, it's such an amazing thing when uh, you, where I do all these projects and people come back and they say, oh my gosh, that was the best photo I've ever had. I'm still using this photo five years later. I'm like, well, come back in for another one. But, uh, but, uh, you know, just like helping other people, making them look good, making them feel good, knowing that I'm helping their branding, their marketing. I have a full service creative agency now. So it's sort of, you know, doing a beautiful website and their business is thriving because of it. That makes me happy. I mean, these things are sort of what drives me. And, and also I'm really passionate about helping other women and, and inspiring women to be entrepreneurs and leaders and, you know, no glass ceiling and, and sort of no limits and just doing everything you really want to do and achieve. Just to go off of that a little bit, there are still so many struggles in today's workforce. What would be your thoughts, not just for women, but anyone facing diversity in their jobs and how they can overcome it. Cause you, you were talking about how, you know, for women, it can be a little difficult. I was reading. Yeah. Um, you know, we've come so far and I think it's, it's amazing. And look, sometimes extreme things need to happen and, you know, people need to speak out for change to happen. So I know a lot of people think that, and you know, especially the men, they're feeling a little wounded with the Me Too movement, <laughs> which I've, uh, I've experienced men like, well, what about us too? And I'm thinking, guys, it's been about you for a very long time. <laughs> so you're okay, you know, but uh, it it is still very prevalent. You know, I came from Australia. It's really much more open culture when it comes to women and leadership and women CEOs. And I mean, in China, they have the most women CEOs than the rest of the world. So that's a really interesting sort of fact, you know, but, you know, the United States is still really behind in that way. I mean, it is changing and every year is getting better, but there is a prejudice. And, and especially if you're pretty, it's so funny because if you're pretty, you're, you're not supposed to be as smart or you, you can't, you know, you, you're not a leader or what, I don't know. There, there's different misconceptions and I would love to break those boundaries and, and, you know, all women of all cultures or looks or, or anything, you know, should not have these restrictions. And so there is a fight, uh, well, a struggle. I mean, I call it a fight, maybe that's extreme, but I mean, you know, so it feels like that sometimes. So kind of have to, I don't know, you, you want to ignore it as much as you can, but it is there. And, uh, you know, I think you just sort of have to roll your eyes when, when you get these stupid comments from people and, and just sort of move on to the next that will take you seriously, you know, and not sort of try not to as much, you know, I'm, uh, as an artist, I'm very sensitive. So yeah, these things get to me and, and I'm sure other women too, it gets to them when they're sort of talked down to by a man because, you know, they're, they're wearing like a, a pretty sexy dress or something. And all of a sudden the man thinks that, you know, just because they're showing a little skin that they're not as smart, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, this dichotomy, like, what, well, why can't we have both? But um, I mean, look, it's coming around. Europe is, is sort of been the leader in, in that as well. And I'm, I'm proud to say that Australia has been really uh, amazing for putting women up in the forefront and not sort of 
choosing people because they're right for the job and not thinking, well, oh, because she's a pretty woman, like it might be a threat or something, you know, it's like, okay, guys, we don't, we don't all want you, you know? <laughs> right. no, and I love that. And definitely for us, yeah, we are a little bit behind and we need to actually, you know, celebrate that there's women out there working and having businesses and creating things. And that was another question I was going to ask you, like, what is your experience with working as a celebrity photographer, marketer, and now with Brooke Mason Creative? Uh, I try not to be P- too PC about everything. I, I think that, you know, we, we can, we can be a little, that's what I love about comedians actually. And, and I was watching Amy Schumer the other night and just, oh my gosh, she is so hilarious. I just love her. Um, and I just, I love how comedians can just really break the boundaries and just say exactly what we're thinking. And I think that's why it's so funny because we want to, we, we so want to say these certain things. Um, but you know, we don't want to offend or what have you. And, you know, be sensitive to other people. I mean, and, and that's the thing. I What's so wonderful about working with other women is the sensitivity, you know, that we do try to consider other people's feelings and we're so good at multitasking. And that's what's so great um, about having women on your team is like, you know, we have to, you know, we give, have babies and we can work and we have a husband or a, or a wife and we, you know, so it's wonderful. I mean, I'm just... I mean, I, I, obviously, as you can see, I'm really pro women. Yes, <laughs> I, you are. <laughs> I love that. Um, you. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's. I've had, you know, in my fine art photography, I've had a really different experience when it comes to women. I've had, I actually, ironically, had women be maybe threatened by it because I put a lot of beautiful women in my fine art and sort of feel like, well you know, why, why are the women so beautiful? I'm like, well, women are beautiful. I mean, you know, I mean, so in all shapes and sizes and it looks or what have you. So I don't know, um, maybe, you know, all my photography is sort of made me always want to capture the beauty in people. And so I've sort of gone in that direction where I find beauty in every, every little aspect. I think I've definitely digressed from your question you've asked me, but probably a different direction. <laughs> well, it's okay. And then I love what you said, and I appreciate that. Now, Brooke, you've created your own business called Brooke Mason Creatives. And how did you transition from being a celebrity photographer to now helping entrepreneurs build their businesses? Well, I was always doing so as a photographer. You know, as lots of photographers would know, it's never just clicking a camera. You know, you usually have a team and you usually, and I get really hands-on and I love to really be involved in every aspect of the project from the mood boards for the shoots to location scouting to models, castings or what have you, or sometimes the magazine just calls me and we're just, you know, I have to turn up, but I need to know like a lot what's going on with the lighting and all those things too. But there's sort of art directing, there's choreography, there's, there's so many different elements. And I did for many years help a lot of people with branding and marketing. And, and I did do study in that area. So it was an easy transition. And, you know, I've brought on a, a wonderful group of creatives that we do, you know, graphic designer, website designer, and all these people uh, and then I just sort of help art direct and sort of oversee all the projects and make sure so translate and I think from my years of experience translating people's vision is always the hardest thing but luckily enough I have sort of a 
you know, it, it comes quite naturally for me to, when I talk to a client or something, I can already visually see what really should be or how, how it needs to pan out and what the strategy marketing or branding needs to be behind it. So it has been a natural transition. And in fact, it's just more fun because I get to work with, uh, work with such a team and help people in a bigger, better way and help them succeed more and look better, you know, the strategy, all these things is quite complex. I mean, even we do basic stuff like, well, it's not even that basic, but, you know, social media management where we do content for people and grow their accounts and then, um, you know, strategy for their business, like uh, marketing. And, and I've worked with the, the cities too, the, you know, the tourism boards of Beverly Hills and visit West Hollywood and visit Pasadena and, you know, some more coming up this year. But yeah, so I think, you know, a photographer is like a director really, and you have to get everyone on the day to come together and build this. And it's, I mean, it could just be like one image that gets used, but there's so much work that goes behind just that one click, you know? So it's sort of, it, it kind of all goes together. It's like a melting pot. Hey everyone, it's Destiny Hanish, and I have some really exciting news to tell you. DestinyHanish.com is now up for you to know all upcoming guests and more. I'm always wanting to know what drives my guests and their ambitions. So if you want to be on the show, just go ahead and reach out to me going on to DestinyHanish.com and fill out the application and you can be on the show too. Okay, okay, okay. I know you want to get back to this episode, so let's head back on in. I'm curious, and I'm sure others that are in photography as well, what tips can you give to people who are in photography or just starting out? The main thing is, I mean, photography could be landscape, it could be architecture, people, pets, animals. I mean, you know, if it's corporate, is it acting headshots? Is it weddings? Is it, you know, there's so many different avenues that you could go down. So my first thing to anyone that wants to get into it is always find, try a little bit of everything and then, excuse me, and then find what works, find what you love the most. Now, unfortunately, if you love something the most, but that's not your forte, you may not get hired as, as much. So I would suggest find at least two or three avenues that you really love, work on those don't go too far. Don't, don't try to do, don't be a jack of all trades and don't do every type of photography. So find like two or three avenues that you really like, work on those for a little bit, then get some help. See if you can find someone that's a mentor that you look up to and ask them, well, what do you think of these? And get some, you know, be open ears and, and no ego with it and say, well, you know, do you think I'm better at this or this or this? And because the most amazing reward in any of these artistic professions is getting paid for your work. I mean, uh-huh. it's such a good feeling because you put so much into it and getting a paycheck for that, it, you know, we like to say it doesn't really matter, but it's such a nice validation to get some money back. For, it pushes for, you to be even more creative. It does. It inspires you. So if you can find two or three, you know, avenues of photography and, you know, ask a mentor actually this Thursday I'm going to be at the B conference and I'm going to be a mentor 
um, for some entrepreneurs. It's um, in at the Annenberg uh, in Santa Monica. And so find some situation like that where you can, you know, you can either reach out to me directly and I'm totally open for that. Um, and you, you could email me and, you know, I'm really easy to get a hold of. It's very easy to find me. And, uh, you know, set, you know, I have different people do that, like send me their work and I'll just give a little bit of feedback and say, well, you know, this seems to be more your forte. I would go in this direction because this is quite strong and you're good at this. Or, you know, trying different things uh, in a smaller group of, of topics of photography, if that makes sense. Go for it in certain genres. <laughs> but stick to a genre because you want to be you want to be a little bit niche. You don't want to be a jack of all trades. You want to be known for something. Yes. And I, I agree with that for sure. Now, again, I'm curious, everyone must be curious because it's so difficult at times to find clients. What are the best ways that you found to, you know, bring in your ideal client? Well, again, it takes a little bit of work. It's not overnight though. Look, you could get lucky, but um, what I would say is, okay, say for instance, you, you know, I think probably you, people should intern, definitely intern with other photographers, see what they're doing, understand the business a little more, uh, networking, go to events, start photographing friends, you know, or uh, like, for instance, say it's portraiture that you really love to do and you want to, at some point, photograph celebrities. So, you know, you would start practicing with friends and family, then start networking, then start charging, you know, charging little amounts of money and then sort of work your way up. I, I don't think there's not really like a big secret other than just work your way up, get better and better at it. You know, go, go to modeling agencies, show your portfolio, say, you know, do you have any models that need uh, new photos and, and do that for free because you've got some beautiful subjects to work with and then they get the photos and you get the photos for your portfolio. So that building your portfolio is key. And then, you, you know, you might get lucky. One of those models might become like a superstar in, in the next year and then you photographed her or him. And uh, so that's really good for your portfolio. <laughs> so you're always sort of looking like, looking at, Maybe, you know, you might look at some raw talent, new talent that's on the scene in, in you know, whatever city you're in. And uh, then that uh, that person, you know, obviously, you know, can maybe get uh, some film role or, or something. And then that helps your portfolio. So everyone's helping everyone. I think when you're starting out, you, you've got to look at it like, you know, I'll help you, you help me. And, and, and that sort of networking is and really up from there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then, yeah, once you start building it and you start getting some people that, you know, beautiful work and what have you, then you can start talking to some PR companies and say, well, you know, do any of your people need some new photos? And, you know, just always, always offering your services and, and not being, uh, not having ego about having to, you just never know, right? You never know. So not having ego about like always wanting to charge the top dollar because, at the beginning, you won't get it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of pe people, you know, want to start off and they want to earn the money, but you got to work towards, you know, getting and, and creating things that others are going to look at and be like, wow. And, and, and then build up from there. So I like that. <laughs> you know, and it's also people get really tied, hung up about having an agent and, I know a lot of photographers that have agents and, and they, 
never get the work from their agents. They always get the work from networking. You know, they go to photography exhibits and photography shows and they meet other photographers and they meet other people. I mean, I hire photographers, you know, through my creative agency now. It's, you know, it's not, uh, what's really nice is it's quite a warm industry. There's really, there's competition, but the competition is always within yourself. And I, I, I'm a big believer of that. There's no real competition with other people. You're always competing with yourself and doing better and trying to improve. And, you know, so if you look at it that way, and then, yeah, other photographers can help you too. I mean, you know, there's, I think it's a generous industry. It's not, uh, you know, well, that's how I like to see it anyway. I mean, gosh, there might be other people who see it differently, but, but keeping a positive outlook. And, and as an artist, it is easy to go down a negative trail. So I always try to always look at the brighter side, you know, it's easier. People, they always are looking for ways to be successful. What is your opinion on actually achieving success? Just being patient and being determined, putting in the long hours, knowing that, you know, you know, mindset is a huge thing. And I'm really big believer in your mindset. So to be successful, you also have to feel successful, right? I mean, it is the law of the universe in that way, law of attraction. I do believe in those things. And so, you know, we, we all have our ups and downs and that, and that's normal, but you have to sort of believe in yourself and, but believing there's a difference between believing in yourself and then having too much ego about it. Right. So it's a nice balance where you feel the success and you believe it, you visualize it. That's, you know, and then also getting other people's advice and opinion that you respect and admire and saying, okay, well, what do you think of this? Or what do you think I should do? And just being open. There's a, an amazing photographer that um, is a good friend of mine, Jason Mathias. And uh, he has a program and I'll, you know, if anyone's interested, you can uh, email me directly. Yes. And he program for photographers to help them make more money because a lot of fine art photographers just don't know how to sell their work. And so he's made it a mission. He's made this online course because he's done, you know, he's done it the hard way himself and wants to help other photographers out there to make money. So that would be a really good resource. I would, I would refer him and, and recommend him to just in terms of like uh, monetary value uh, to, you know, gain some, some uh, success that way as well. But there's success in all forms. So yes, it's it's uh, money. As a fine art photographer, I look at it as uh, notoriety, and and you know I, I've had really I've had some amazing exhibits and been written up in some, in you know I had a whole page written in Artillery magazine, which was such an honor, and you know I once I've won some awards and that. But my fine art photography hasn't been a huge uh, money maker for me, but it's been a very proud moment for me because my fine art photography was, is, you know, about women empowerment and uh, the struggles and masculine and femininity and the yin and yang and and things like that. So it's, it's sort of been a personal project and, and it's been nice to be validated in the professional photography world, you know, you know, not necessarily made much money. It has cost me quite a bit of money, but right. <laughs> but it's been nice to uh, you know I make money in other ways, so it's okay. But uh, but it's but it's been nice to um, have those accolades, you know, from peers and and other uh, and gallerists and 
uh, critics and things like that. So success comes in all different forms, you know. Um, it sort of depends what sort of success that you want in what way. So you have to sort of ask that to yourself. Well, you know, I want to make a lot of money as a photographer. Well, you know, maybe, you, you know, I mean, I, wedding photographers can be absolutely amazing. Oh, there's some gorgeous photographers and they do really well financially. So, you know, that you kind of go, well, I'd really love to do that. I'm passionate about that. And then I can also yeah. make really good money with it. So, yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I love that. And I mean, for you, I'm like, you've been in a number of publications, you know, you've, like you've, you've mentioned, you, your work has been out there. I mean, what an awesome feeling that is, like you've mentioned, just to know. Yeah, it's, it is really nice. I mean, you know, I have, uh, you know, in the fine art, I'm, I'm very lucky. And then, you know, as a, as a, celebrity photographer you know I we, we just finished uh, for LA Confidential I just finished Portraits of Pride and photographed uh, Brad Gorleski, Chaz Dean and, and some amazing other local um, celebrities for it it will be coming out LA Confidential magazine um, for June and then you know Oscar De La Hoya who was you know, such a wonderful philanthropic person and I'm just photographed him for the cover of a magazine and, and a spread. So it's beautiful. It's beautiful to meet these people and like, you know, the good hearted, beautiful people who are doing well for themselves too. And then, and be, and feel proud. It's nice to see your work on the cover or in a spread in a magazine, in a big magazine like these. Yeah. And I love that, that the fact that I can see people doing it, you know, allows me to think, yes, I can do it too. It brings me like hope and I, it allows me to be like, this is a goal that I'm going to set for myself and I'm going to continue to work towards that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you could just sort of put little milestones there, you know, like, okay, I want to photograph someone that's done this or that, you know, put, you don't have to put like an A-list milestone, like with year or something, you know? Right. So it's, like, it's a growing process, yeah. but, um, but the little successes along the way keep you going. Yes, it does. Well, Brooke, at the end of my podcast, my episodes, I play what's called Rapid Fire. Have you ever played that before? I have not. I'm, I'm excited to play Rapid Fire. <laughs> I'm just going to shoot out questions and you try to answer them as quickly as possible. And if you want to explain a little bit more into it, please go ahead because I just I love speaking with you. <laughs> Oh, likewise, likewise. You have amazing energy. I Thank you. <laughs> so I'm going to start with the first question, which is, what has been your favorite destination for shoots? Palm Springs. Ooh. It's just such a beautiful, incredible light. It really is been my favorite place to photograph so far. Perfect. Are there any women in the industry today that have been making a big impact that you would give a shout out to? You know, uh, as an artist, I'm not sure. I can't, you, you know, I mentioned Amy Schumer earlier. I'm just such a fan of hers. I think she's so amazing. And I really love how, I, I love her viewpoints and how outspoken she is. And, you know, other fellow female comedians are incredible. Um, you know, there, there's some amazing photographers too. Yeah, I, I think that, I think any any woman who's breaking some boundaries and, and sort of, becoming successful and, and making a mark. That's, that's how I, I see it for sure. I love it. Yes. And I love that too. And Amy Schumer is definitely one of them. I, I agree. What's your favorite sweet tooth treat? 
Oh my gosh, I have the biggest sweet tooth. I don't even know if I have a favorite, but I will have to say a flourless chocolate cake with a big scoop of vanilla ice cream on top. Oof, I can't say no to that. When it's warm <laughs> and melting. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, like I'm probably gonna be making that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and what is your favorite way to relax? In nature. Oh my goodness. I love being, whether it's the mountains or laying on the sand at the beach and hearing the ocean, it's just one or the other. I, my, it's just being out in nature and hearing the beautiful natural sounds and being around trees and, and just any sort of form of nature, really. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Brooke, for coming on the show. And for anyone that's wanting to look into more of what you do, how can we connect with you or get to know you even more? Yeah. Instagram, Brooke Mason photo, B-R-O-O-K-E-M-A-S-O-N photo. And uh, like I said before, if anyone wants to reach out with their photography questions, I'd be happy to answer. Uh, BrookeMason.com is my photography site. So you can connect with me directly at Brooke at BrookeMason.com. Brooke Mason Creative is BrookeMasonCreative.com. And that's where the full service creative agency is at. Awesome.